all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. What is up, Houdat Nation? Welcome into another free agent frenzy episode of the Houdat Discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you could follow the podcast on Twitter at the Houdat Dis. And in this special episode here, the free agent frenzy primer, I'm joined by a very special guest. He's a co-worker with me at the Saints News Network, Tristan Edgerson. How are you doing, Tristan? How you doing, Andrew? What's going on, Who That Nation? I'm, I'm very stressed right now. I think the whole Who That Nation is kind of stressed because you see like all these, these roster moves and they're getting rid of players, getting rid of starters. We'll get into it. Emmanuel Sanders, Kwan Alexander, Janoris Jenkins. And I think that's kind of where I think we should start because, I mean, I, I think everyone, especially in the national media, was like, oh, the Saints are going to have to cut everybody and that's obviously not the case but they do have to cut some more veteran type players that filled really needed roles for the saints um from sanders to alexander to also jenkins but i do want to start off with i would say the most surprising news with janoris jenkins that happened earlier today so we're recording this on a thursday so it happened thursday morning and the saints did cut janoris jenkins it will save them 7.8 million dollars and tristan i don't know about you but i thought jenkins played really good and I've been really since they lost the playoff game this year against the Bucs, I've been saying keep this secondary together because you look at the way Lattimore was playing, the way Jenkins was playing, they kept Marcus Williams, and I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins playing really good. So same with uh, Chauncey Garner-Johnson. And then just to see this cut, like I thought they were going to be able to skate by without cutting him, but they do have to. And that's kind of the first one I want to talk about. I mean, he's just been so good in my opinion. And I feel like for the last four years, the Saints have really been trying to find another cornerback opposite Marshawn Lattimore. And it seems like they found it in Jenkins, but because of the cap, they got to cut him. Yeah, I feel like Jenkins played a huge role with the team this year, like you said. And the secondary has been his best in years, like you said. So with CJ, um, I'm not sure, you know, why they made that move. But like I said, the the cap space is going to be huge. We can make a move in free agency. And as I was talking to you about earlier, what move do you think they could make in free agency to replace that hole? Because it's going to be a big hole to replace. Yeah, like, like that's the thing. And I think they'll make a like we were talking about Josh Norman as a player that I that I like a lot. We'll talk about him later. And just like I think they're going to get a more veteran piece. And I said this earlier, like when like a few weeks ago, and I was talking about how there are actually a lot of veteran guys, veteran cornerbacks. We have Patrick Peterson, another Louisiana guy, went to LSU. And like he may be a guy that maybe the Saints want. I don't know what his money and like what he's going to get. But there are a lot of veteran type cornerbacks that I could see the Saints get in free agency. I also love the draft class in the cornerbacks. I mean, you look at J.C. Horn, who obviously is the son of uh, Joe Horn for the Saints. It was a great receiver for them. Then you have Asante Samuel Jr., um, also a son of a former NFL player. And like I mean, those two guys, they're, they're playmakers. And you put them opposite Marshawn Lattimore, who's more of the physical guy, like the shutdown guy. And then opposite him, you have guys that can get interceptions, you know, play that same style that Jenkins plays. I really like those guys too. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah. that Josh Norman that uh, you mentioned, Josh Norman. I think uh, another vet in that secondary, along with Malcolm Jenkins and Marshawn, would be huge. And also, like you said, Josh Norman, his his cap. I know you said he signed a one year, five million dollar deal last year, and I know his his cap space would be it would fit perfect with the Saints right now. 
because they have, you know, some money they can use towards a player like him, I would say, less than going trying to maybe I, I like you said, Patrick Peterson, I'm not too sure about his money right now. I think Josh Norman would be more of a fit or more of someone to go after. Yeah, it means like I think we were saying before, like he's friends with Demario Davis off the field. They've been doing a lot of stuff off the field. So maybe there's something there. And I mean, we'll have to see. And just like what all the you know the analysts are saying, I know Nick Underhill said it um, on Twitter that a lot of these five million dollar guys, these three to five million dollar guys that last year they signed for that, they're going to get bumped down lower just because right. of the whole cap situation and how, you know, we're in the pandemic year that, um, you know, that we didn't have as much re- revenue and that caused the cap to drop which is officially at 182.5 for this season. And again, that, that like those types of players, those veterans, those Josh Normans, they may have to take cuts and that's really falls right into the Saints wheelhouse. So again, it's, it's definitely stinks that you have to cut a guy like Janoris just because, I mean, he was really good, very steady, just a very steady player. And you said like to get another veteran in, in this secondary, I do think it's important because Lattimore is a player that I, I think you put him out like with a veteran. I think he's a player that can really solidify. And I think he plays up to that. And then same mm-hmm. with Marcus Williams. I mean, Marcus Williams, like I, I've been saying for a while, like he's a player that got so much better this year. It's like just throughout yeah. the year. And I think that had to do with Malcolm Jenkins, just having that veteran opposite him, like Malcolm Jenkins, like you could just see like in the game field, he's, he, he knows the plays before they happen. Like I know like, yeah, he's Cameron, a defensive, he's like a Drew Brees on defense, exactly. that, that mindset and that tenacity. He, he can change an entire defense. So imagine adding Josh Norman, another, you know, yeah. high, high, you know, high speed guy with a lot of veteran skill set. Imagine adding those two together. I think it would be huge, but we'll see, you know, what move they want to make. No, yeah, for sure. And then moving now to the second level of the Saints defense with the linebackers and the Saints also released Quan Alexander. And this one, I think, was more telegraphed. I think we kind of knew the Saints would have to do this because it does save them $13.2 million in cap space. I think he's a guy that could come back to the Saints for a lower number eventually. I think that's all predicated on his injury. He tore his Achilles back in December. And however he recovers from that, I think, is going to be really important to see if the Saints do re-sign him. But what are your thoughts on Quan Alexander? What do you thought he brought to the Saints here last season? And do you see him coming back? I mean, what do you think his situation's about? I think Quan's situation is more about the injury, yeah. you know, the injury part of it. Quan was a great energy on that defense, and I think he he matched with the Mario. And if he could have been healthy, it would have been scary in our linebacker duo, duo right there. But I, I don't think he's going to come back. I think they're going to probably try to go younger, try to get someone like I said, I mentioned to you earlier, someone like Zavin, Zavin Collins at Tulsa linebacker. He's about 6'4", 230. I think they may try to go after someone like that. I've been seeing things, you know, them going towards that direction. So I believe they're going to try to go a younger linebacker to go help, you know, and learn from Demario Davis. But I like Quan personally. I like him, and I, I wish he could have came back, but injuries play a big part in people, you know, career. And, you know, I wish him the best wherever, he, wherever else he ends up. No, yeah, I mean, that injury, like, if he can't bring that same athleticism, that same speed, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that really, that's a huge part of his game. And, I mean, just looking at what he was able to do, he was really good in coverage, which really helped this this Saints defense. Because you looked at a guy like Alex Anzalone, who's not good at coverage, and then you saw mm-hmm. once Alexander got hurt, you saw that drop, and, and you definitely did. And, like, to me, when you look at the, the free agent class for the linebackers, he'd be the only guy I'd want to bring into this. I would like to go younger, as you said, 
And Zayvon right. Collins, like, I think he's a really good fit because the Saints love the, the more bulkier linebackers. Like you said, he's 6'3". Mm-hmm. Like, he's big. He really fits that mold for a Saints linebacker. And, like, if he could come out to the team, he could do a lot of different things, too. He could rush the passer, which, I mean, I, I feel like he's a guy that could really be an X factor for this defense. And, mm-hmm. again, when you're looking at this linebacker spot, like, to me, you saw it with DeMario and Quan, and then you saw it in Tampa Bay with Levante mm-hmm. David and Devin White. I mean, when you have like the really good, like the all pro DeMario guy or the all pro Levante David pair him up with a fast young guy like Devin White with the the Bucks. And then you saw like a faster guy with Kwan. You really saw just amazing play. And I would like to bring that back. So it's either Kwan or to me, a rookie like Zayvon Collins. I know Jabril Cox is another guy out of LSU, a little Mm -hmm. smaller, but has that speed. And yeah, Jabril Cox has a lot of speed. I I was going to mention him, too. Yeah, I mean, he's he's another guy that just, I mean, if the Saints want to go a little, just a little undersized, I mean, they usually don't. So who knows what's going to happen? Because maybe it will change, like, once that they see, like, teams like Tampa Bay doing it with an undersized guy like Devin White. But, I mean, that, that guy can range around the field really well. So that would be really big. But that's that's a position where I think you kind of see the holes with the Saints. and uh, But by releasing, we talked about Jenkins releasing Quan, it opens up that second mm-hmm. linebacker spot. And I would like to have them fill it in more of a younger speed guy. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's something that I mean, you, you saw what Tampa Bay did to, to Mahomes. I was like, we got to keep that speed there. I think it's really important. And then the final cut here that we'll talk about, this was kind of surprising, kind of not. And that was the Emmanuel Sanders cut. And this one hurt for me, too, because I thought he was the perfect number two for the Saints. And he never got into that role because Michael Thomas was hurt all year. And then, like, even when Mike Mike was healthy, then Breeze was out. And then, like, I just felt bad for Sanders because he never got that full chance to be the solidified number two with Mike. And he still put up a pretty good season. 61 Mm -hmm. catches, 726 yards, five touchdowns. I mean, he had 33 first downs, too. I thought he was a really, really solid player for this team. I thought he was the quintessential number two guy, I guess, for four to four to six million. I think they, they're they going to save from him. To me, now you go back to square one with Traquan Smith and go back to that conversation that we that a lot of Saints fans are having in 2018. And that's just another thing to me where it just really hurts because I thought they found their their perfect match with Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, this is by far, in my opinion, the worst cut. I say, because I like I was telling you earlier, I wish he could have just got one more year in the timing. It could have been worse timing because we have the quarterback situation going on. So we're not sure if Drew's coming back, if Jameis Winston will be the quarterback. So bringing in a new guy that's not too familiar or comfortable and a new quarterback, it's it's just going to be a lot of things going on. And I say Emmanuel Sanders was such a weapon. He didn't have Drew this year. You know, Mike Thomas wasn't playing every game and he didn't even play every game, but he still managed to have five touchdowns, like you said. So just, I wish he could have got one more year. The Saints, this one really hurt, I'll say. And uh, I know they're going to try to bring in a new guy with the money they have saved from Emmanuel Sanders. There's a lot of cap space, but I just, I, I think just like the Quan Alexander situation, this one, this one, one more year. I just needed one more year with him. Oh, I mean, that because that fit was perfect. I mean, the fit is perfect. Like, he fits with Mike, especially just the type of receiver uh, Michael Thomas is. To me, it just really fits nicely. And if you bring in a guy like Winston, like, Sanders is a guy that can get open. His route running is just so nice. I mean, mm-hmm. like, sometimes him against cornerbacks, it's like a hot knife going through butter, the way he's able to, <laughs> to, to really just switch on a whim. I mean, his, his routes are just outstanding. Mm-hmm. 
and you lose that. And whoever they go to replace will be interesting. We'll talk about it a little later when we preview the Saints free agency. But I mean, this one is one that I would, I really would have liked to, to have him back. Now you're back to that square run one where you don't have another wide receiver too. Maybe it's Trey Quan Smith. Maybe it's a guy like Mark West Calloway, who I thought played well in, in some time this year, but to me, it puts another gaping hole. And again, you have the wide receiver two hole, you have the linebacker two hole, you have the cornerback two hole. And then most likely you're going to have that defensive end opposite Cameron Jordan, because it seems like Trey Hendrickson won't be returning to the team in 2021 just for money reasons. And it seems like he's going to get a big contract. And I mean, if even if I was the Saints, I wouldn't give Trey that big of a contract either. But then you leave now a guy like Marcus Davenport, you're going to have to be leaning on him. He's kind of been up and down his whole career. And it's just like those four positions. And to me, right now, I'm wearing the 2017 NFC South championship. This team reminds me of the holes that that team had. And just like, right. you know, it, it was like the same the same thing. And it was like they put all these Band-Aids in to try to win a Super Bowl with Drew, which I mean, like, hey, I mean, I, I think we're all happy about that. But then now it's like they're all back off and the holes are back. And it'll be interesting to see if they fill them, how they fill them. And then it, you go to the quarterback play because like, Will, because the reason that 2017 team was so good, because Breeze, he was still playing at a high level. He was still young enough to do that. And then just to me, these last four years, it was like the Saints team getting better, better and better. And then Breeze regressing and just you never could could bring it home to to bring home the Super Bowl. But that's just kind of how I feel like these cuts, um, you know, kind of came out for the Saints. And it's something will be interesting to see how they feel. Any last things about these cuts, Jason? Do you think the Saints will go a younger try to go a younger route for the receiver part or would they try to get a vet? Who do you think they're going to use to replace it? Or do you think they're going to try to get another guy like Ted Ginn or Emmanuel Sanders? You know, who who yeah. do you see taking that wide receiver two spot? Look, if, if I was a, like the player I like, and we're going to talk about it later, I really like Rashad Perriman if Winston comes because Perriman played with Winston in, in mm-hmm. Tampa Bay and, and they looked like they had a good, they had a good connection. Chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. So like, he's the type of guy that I would like to see another cheaper guy. So like, you won't be breaking the bank and then maybe mm-hmm. you bring in a wide receiver with him. It's just interesting to see how that plays out. Like maybe one of those third round picks that the saints got, we didn't even talk about it, but the saints got one of the, you know, the two uh, compensatory picks. Maybe you bring in yeah. a wide receiver with one of those two picks and like, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And even Traquan Smith, he's a guy that I do like, but who knows what his thing was? Like maybe he's, you know, a, a better a better receiver with a default type quarterback. Like and all that stuff. It's interesting to see how that plays out. And then you have Deontay Harris, who's, I mean, so quick. And like, how is he gonna d- develop as a receiver? Obviously, he's an amazing returner, but how is he gonna develop as a receiver? I think those are all interesting questions. I mean, I would rather fill that cornerback role than the wide receiver role just right now. Mm-hmm. Just like, I think that could, because if you have a bad cornerback too, it could really hurt you. Like in the, yeah. in the same time. And we seen. have weapons. Our receivers, we have exactly. weapons. So it's not, it's it's a it's a hole, but at the same time, it's not as big as the linebacker hole or as yeah. the secondary hole. So we, yeah. we will have to definitely fill that defensive up, that defensive side first. And then I also, since we're on the wideouts, I also think we, we should try to go get another tight end too, because I, I like Troutman, but, I mean, I think we, we need another big weapon like like a Jared Cook was since we released him recently. Do you see us getting us a free agent tight end? Or? He, he's another guy that I think is interesting. because, like, I know everyone rags on Cook, but they brought him in to be like that big tight end uh, acquisition in the 2019 offseason. Another area, like I was looking at the 2018 you know playoff run, 
And then you, you look at the, the, the tight end for that, um, the NFC championship game, because mm-hmm. Ben Watson, he was out with an injury. I think he had like appendicitis, which was like crazy the night before. And then you had uh, Josh Hill was hurt in like the first quarter. And then you had Dan Arnold basically tw- starting a tight end the whole game, like mm-hmm. an undrafted player. Then everyone was like, oh, we need a tight end. We need a tight end. They go get Jared Cook. And then he, I mean, look, that <laughs> that fumble was awful last year, but he did score 16 touchdowns in two seasons. Yeah. I don't think the Saints retain him because, like, I feel like he's getting older and, like, those fumbles, it wasn't even just the fumbles. Like, he would drop passes. He wasn't on the same page with Drew this year. Which, yeah, and he's on the verge of retirement. So, yeah, like, I mean, it was a good move. He, it was a good move then. And then, like, I think all these moves were good moves. Like, just because they cut, like, a Kwan Alexander one year or Janoris Jenkins one year, I thought those were all really good moves. It's just like the Saints, it seems like they're moving as now Breeze retires and, you know, you're going to now bring in Winston, whoever it may be. Like, we don't, obviously don't know yet, but let's say you, let's just say for, for conversation's sake, it's Winston. Everyone's going to get younger. Gonna We're kind of reverting back to that 2017 roster. Let's just take the quarterback out. Reverting back to that type of roster. And then we'll see where Winston fits in. Like, we'll, like because we don't know what Winston's going to be either. Or is Sean Payton going to really help him? Has he gotten better? I mean, it's going to be really interesting. I think this year, just this whole offseason, is going to be interesting to see how this team tries to now, because they have the core in place. Like, you still have the core. Now, how can they build around it again? Well, who's the quarterback? I mean, all that stuff. That's what I think is going to be most interesting. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the biggest move was out of all these free agents? What shocked you the most? And, and what do you think is probably going to put the biggest hole on the team? I would say the Janoris Jenkins one. That one's Jenkins, gonna, yeah. Like, I know you said Sanders, and I completely agree. But I just feel like the Saints and Sean Payton, he can find, I think, like just the, his offense and like the way he draws plays up. I think that they couldn't hit on another wide receiver. Me and you both. I mean, we, we've been watching through this, this Drew Brees era. Like, they wasted years mm-hmm. because you look at that secondary and yeah. whoever was playing back there. Like, that scares me. Like, they finally found a player that they that, that was really good. And, like, even when the Saints team was good, you had Ken Crawley back there who was giving you hard attacks. You had mm-hmm. Eli Apple who was so up and down. Yeah. It's Inconsistent. Just, but it's like they finally were – we had some potential yeah. with that secondary. We finally were getting somewhere. I love this secondary. Like this year's secondary was just for 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 a Saints fan like me because I only became a fan in like 2007, 2008. So this was the best secondary I've ever seen, and it was. I mean, it was a fun fun team to watch. Really fun defense to watch. I mean, th- that was the thing that coming into this year, this free agency, I was like, this is going to be interesting to see who they can bring back from that defense because that defense more than the offense because I thought that offense, as you said, they still got Michael Thomas, who's your 2019 Offensive Player of the Year. You have Alan Kamara, who scored over 20 touchdowns and who's just absolutely insane. And it's like, I think that offense is still has the pieces. Like it definitely has everything in and it's not like the defense does it, but they definitely have more of those holes. But again, it's definitely really interesting. And first we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to continue our conversation. We're going to talk, we'll do a little game here. One player to resign or retain for the saints. And then two players that we'd like to sign outside of the organization here to try to bring in, to help this team go back to another NFC South title, you are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. I'm joined by Tristan Edgerson, my co-worker at the Saints News Network. And now we're going to go into our preview here of the Saints free agency. Free agency tampering period starts Monday, and we'll see what the Saints do. I mean, this is going to be so, so interesting uh, just to see, like, who are they going to keep? Who are they going to let go? 
And now we're just going to jump into one player that we'd like to see the Saints re-sign and then two players that we'd like to sign outside of the organization here. And and just before we get into it, the Saints, they'll still have to clear some cap space right now. So again, they still have to get back under that that cap limit. So it'll be interesting to see how they they do that. But I, I do think they'll have some room to spend in free agency, probably not the big names, but I think that especially this year, I think there'll be a lot of veteran guys that you'll see for cheaper deals. So that's kind of where I think the Saints are living. But we'll start with you, Tristan. What's one player you want to re-sign here that was on the team last season and that you want to either re-sign or retain? Maybe they're still on the roster, but they're kind of on the cut mark. I mean, there are a few players uh, that are at that as well. But what's one player that you would like to re-sign or keep for this this team? I would re-sign or keep Alex Anzalone just because the linebacker hole is opening. And I think, you know, he brings a lot, a lot of depth. He has a lot of coverage issues you mentioned, but I say we should keep him, give him one more year along the Mario Davis and whoever else we bring in. If it's a young guy, he can help him teach him and play alongside of him. So I would say we should try to resign Alex. He's a player that, I mean, another player with injuries. I mean, I'd like to see him like not as a Saint starter next year, but more of a death piece, as you said. And like, I mean, he, he had an interview a few days ago where he's like, um, like he wants to test free agency and stuff. And that's what I think he should do. But I don't know what team would be signing him as a starter. And I don't know. It's just interesting. I mean, maybe he's feeling because like supposedly he was a little upset that they brought in Quad to replace him. But like, I don't know. I mean, he's a player that I'd like to see as like a third linebacker. Maybe some team will will bring him in as a as their starting linebacker. And like maybe that happens. But for the Saints, like he's a guy that I would love to keep him because he's like a middle of the road, really good depth player. Because if you have to start yeah, him for a few I games, I wouldn't start him, but just bring him in there. Just if we bring a young guy in that's going to start over him, he can help him. You know, give a helping hand right then and there. Exactly, and he knows the he knows the, the playbook and everything. And mm-hmm. that's something that you. I mean, we talked about Janoris, who's a vet. You talked about Quan Alexander, who's leaving and is a vet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another guy that may be leaving is uh, Malcolm Ball, uh, Malcolm Brown. Excuse me. And he's a vet that may get cut. So, like, you have all these new players coming in. You want to see at least maybe a few guys coming back. Anzalone is one of them. I mean, I'll I'll throw out a few more names. A guy like P.J. Williams, he may be a guy that really good depth player. And and I know Saints fans, they rag on P.J. and they rag on Anzalone. But these are players that, you know, they help you get to 13 and 3. Because when injuries injuries hit, they're able to step up and play well in a few games notice. And that to me is really important. So I would love to say like, if they can sign that middle of the roster, it's going to be really important. And we'll see if they can get uh, Antoloni back, especially after this Kwan, uh, you know, cut, that may be something of importance for sure. And the one player I- I'm going to take the obvious, obvious one. So we could just talk about it. And I resigned Jameis Winston and mm-hmm. <laughs> Winston's a guy that, I mean, if you go on Saints Twitter, or, you know, Saints social media, I mean, you just type something about Jameis Winston, it just blows up because everyone has an opinion on him or the other Saints quarterbacks. And he's a player that's just so, so interesting. And I was reading an article about him. And one interesting stat is that he had the best, the highest graded PFF best throws. So he was making in 2019 these really high level throws, but he had the worst graded worst throws. So he mm-hmm. was, it was either the best or the worst. Yeah, that year he led the league in touchdowns i believe and turnovers yeah, <laughs> yeah interception so yeah he's he's one of those guys but i, I feel like he's been under drew this past season he he may have learned a lot and, and grew a little bit so i'm excited to see what else james can have and bring to the team so i would also resign james but my question for you is do you do you sign james as a, another backup or do you start him <laughs> do you go after so like for me and like i'll just get into this like for me with winston 
he's a guy that I, I think he deserves a shot to start. So I think him and Taysom, I would like to see them in a quarterback competition, which is another thing that would just blow up the Saints news because everyone <laughs> would love to see I mean, those two guys. Like think about it in training camp, like everyone's looking at every throw they make. But I mean, Winston's a guy that like, I really do like him. Like I wouldn't give him 20 million. I wouldn't give him that upward big deal. And that's just because we haven't seen him as a starter with the Saints. Like we saw him throw 30 interceptions. He did throw the 33 touchdowns, as you said. But 30 interceptions is, is, is a whole lot of interceptions. And coming off a of breeze where we were saying like eight interceptions, like that's a big jump. And like for me with Winston, like I'd like to see that like you don't have to throw 33 touchdowns if it means you're not throwing 30 interceptions. Like I like and I think a lot of people are like, oh, like he's this big gunslinger. He's going to throw 40 touchdowns. And like because he's with the Saints, it's going to all be great. I was like, let's just like not put the bar so high on him because he's coming in here first year. Like I would just like to see the interceptions down. And if he's only at like 25 touchdowns, let's say he's 25 touchdowns, like 10 interceptions. I'm happy because that means also Alvin Kamara is getting the ball a lot, which we all want to see. And like, you know, I, especially how the Saints offense is kind of, you know, constructed you want the ball in Michael Thomas's hands. You want the ball in Alvin Kamara's hands. And you obviously want the deep ball opportunities too, which is probably why they couldn't go that far in the playoffs over the last few years. And they need guys to make the big throws. And that's what I think Winston could do. And that's kind of the intrigue about Winston. He can be that quarterback that makes the throws, that brings you playoff wins, Super Bowl wins. And like, there was a reason he was picked number one overall but like the bad stuff is really, it's like, it's hard to not look at it because you just have to. And that's why I wouldn't give him the 20 million. I'd give him that 10 to 12 million, maybe 15. I, I think like if you had to push to 15 to get him, I probably would, but I would draw the line there. And even that's a little, you know, interesting. Maybe you give him like the incentive money. Like if he throws for 4,000 yards, then he gets the money. But mm-hmm. that's something that to me is just, is really interesting. And just with Winston, like, this is basically his career. I feel, I mean, this year, like if he has another bad year, if he throws a lot of interceptions next year, he's probably never going to be a starter again. So it's probably in his best interest to go to the saints or another good team that has a good coach, good weapons. And I really do think that both sides would be mutual to both sides. If they sign, that's just kind of how I'm feeling with, with Winston. And I mean, he's a guy that, I mean, (laughs) he's someone that I, I, I do like a lot, but like, I, I would be a little nervous, like, week one to, like, what are we getting? And, like, but th- th- that would be the fun. That would be the fun of it, in my opinion, to see next season what Winston has. Because I could see the Saints winning, like, 12 games with Jameis Winston, and then I could see them winning six. And it's just, like, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see what. But I'm just, I'm wondering, do we want to risk that? Do we want to go in that direction and, and risk it? Like you said, it could be a six-game, six-winning season six game winning season or a 12 winning so i'm not sure if sean payton's going to want to take that gamble but who knows we'll see yeah he's a guy that's i mean like you could see like you could see the potential and like that's what i think sean payton and and i think he saw it with Taysom hill too like he was like Taysom can run and pass and do all this great stuff and then you get him in the game and it's like up and down you get a mix of both and with winston he's like oh he's got this big arm he's impressing our defense and like all that stuff so I could really see it both and ways. Jameis James never played with a Elvin Kamara. Exactly. So, and you know, yeah. in Tampa, he didn't really have a running back. He had Mike Evans. He has some weapons on offense in Godwin, but, you know, he's never had a, a, a someone that's going to take that load off in that backfield and take a lot of runs. And, you know, I think that may help him. So No, for sure. And, like, and th- that's something that he was talking about earlier this offseason. He was on, like, I think Michael Vick's podcast. 
And he said, like, the one thing I learned under Drew Brees is, like, I can take the check down. Like, I don't have to throw the 50-yard bomb. When you have Alvin Kamara catching the check down, I think you feel a lot more happy, like, than maybe someone else and whoever was in Tampa Bay for them, like a Ronald Jones type player, Peyton Barber, like, like, oh, I mean, Kamara can break this for 30 yards, like, no problem. Mm -hmm. Like, and like, to me, that would be really important. And I think he'll be the starter going into 2021. I think unless you're bringing in Russell Wilson, I want him to be the starter in 2021. But again, that's just kind of where I'm at uh, here with Winston. So let's go over now to guys outside who we want to bring into the Saints. I'll start with you, Tristan. What's your first player that you want to sign here in free agency? Well, like we talked about earlier, I'm not sure if we can make this move, but I would say a huge addition to the team would be someone like Hunter Henry, the tight end from the Chargers. I mean. He's a he's another big tight end, like a Jared Cook, yeah. like a like a, you know, Jimmy Graham type of tight end. And he can make huge plays and adding him. I think that would make give James Winston like a breath of fresh air. Another big tight end we added on. So I would say after a big tight end, kind of like a Hunter Henry. Yeah, I mean, tight end, I think, is a big thing for this team. I mean, just because now you cut two. So now you're only you're down to, you know, a second year player with Troutman, which I don't think mm-hmm. is bad. I mean, if they can get Hunter Henry, I don't know how they can make that deal happen, but either him right. or Johnu Smith. I mean, look, don't put it past Mickey Loomis. So, like, I would definitely love to see that. And, like, I I just feel like, you know, when looking at those guys, if I was looking a little, like, down the bargain bin a little bit, maybe a guy like Trey Burton, who had some success with the Eagles, won a Super Bowl with them, bringing in yeah. guys that, you know, have that locker room mentality. Let's say, cause I think they'll probably sign like one big name just to like, I think they'll probably do that. They could do it at tight end. Like, I mean, that would be awesome if they brought in Hunter Henry. Cause then that kind of kills two birds with one stone. Cause now you got your second pass catcher and you got your tight end. So like that, like that would be something I think could be really big for this team, but he like Trey Burton, he's a guy that if they wanted to not bring the splash play at tight end, I think he's a guy that can fill that Josh Hill type role, maybe a little more uh, younger guy. So He'd be the player that if they're not going to go the big splash, but maybe they do because then you can get the pass catcher, get the tight end, everything all in one. But I mean, if I was going a little less, that's kind of where I would go. And I'll, I'll keep on offense here. And, and my first one, we talked about him earlier was Rashad Perriman. And he's a guy that I really liked here um, with the bucks. And then he went to the jets and then like every receiver that goes to the jets, you just see them fall off because he had like two to three different quarterbacks and, Again, he wasn't even the number one receiver, not even, I think he was like the third receiver on that team. So he had 30 catches, 500 yards for them. He um, he had three touchdowns as well, but definitely not at the same level of production as Emmanuel Sanders last season. But he did have a good year with with the Bucs in 2019, 36 catches, 600 yards. He had six touchdowns. And I mean, the big thing with him, he started the last three games of the season. He had 100 yard games in every game. And those were all with Jameis Winston at quarterback. And he can run with the best from downfield as a former first round pick. I mean, he's a guy that I like in 20, 2019 I, or 2020, I wanted the Saints to sign him. And then they blew my mind and got Emmanuel Sanders. So they kind of, you know, they, they, they blew off the cap for me. And then now like this to me would be a regression from Sanders, but I still think he's a really solid player. And especially with Winston, a guy that can throw the ball downfield. I think there's a, a real connection there. Yeah, most definitely. I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's another thing. Like, I think this wide receivers, you know, looking at them, I don't think they'll get the big ones with like Allen Robinson or whoever, Kenny Galladay, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of depth there. So you can maybe find yourself with, you know, a Brashad Perryman for less money, but that's just kind of 
where I'm looking at with free agency or probably the offense with free agency. So now we'll bring it to the second guy that you'd like to sign, Tristan. Who is it? We talked about him earlier. I'm going to go with Josh Norman, another (laughs) veteran in that secondary. You know, and Josh Norman, he's he's one of those guys that brings so much energy to defense. I think he would just be perfect on the other side of Marshawn Lattimore. And the type of team the Saints is, he just he fits the identity. So, you know, we talked about him. I'm going to go with Josh Norman again. He's a good fit. He's a good fit. And, and I think with, especially like he'd be like a Jenkins type player, like very similar to him. I mean, last season had um, passer rating against was 83.7. So right in the same realm as uh, Janoris Jenkins, Janoris. I mean, the only problem with, with Norman was he only played nine games last season. So maybe the injuries, but if you're only getting him for a short, you know, short deal. Yeah. We can sign him to another one year deal. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Just experiment with it. Yeah. And then you could bring in a rookie. And that's probably how I would do it at a lot of these places. It's like I'd bring in the veteran, bring in the rookie or a young player. And then mm-hmm. if the young player with a lot of upside doesn't work out, you got the veteran that has all the starting experience that could definitely fill in there. That's how I would like to do it in the end. And we'll see if it happens. But and that's kind of. They have extra picks now. They may can get a, exactly. a good young guy. So, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you, you, have four, yeah, you have four picks in the top, top 106. So mm-hmm. you're hoping you can get some. And especially, like, I think what's good about that is that like everyone's like, oh, it's only the top 100. Like the, the positions they need, they can fill that with a third round pick. Like they can get a receiver that's really good in the third round. Like to me, mm-hmm. that that's something that the Saints can fill. Same with linebacker, like cornerback. Like they can get these players second round. Like, and I, and I do think and that. And I feel like, I, I say that's the Saints and Moe. Sorry, sorry. Cut yeah, no, off, you're good. I, no. I just wanted to throw that in there. I feel like that's the Saints and Moe. We, we get a guy late in the late, you know, later yeah. rounds and, Elvin Kamara is a prime example. We got him in the later round, and look what he's become—a four-time Pro Bowler in a row. So, I Chauncey think Garner Johnson, Chauncey, you know. Chauncey Garner Johnson, the yeah. Saints. Yeah, that's that's what we do. So, I think that'll be a perfect a perfect way they can go about it. Just bring in a veteran, draft a rookie with one of those picks, and it doesn't have to be the first pick. It can be one, you know, the last. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's something that you bring up like an amazing point. I want to touch on it real quick. Like you look at all the good players that the Saints have brought in second round, like Eric McCoy, they brought in the second round. Then they brought in Chauncey Garner-Johnson in the fourth. You go back to 2017, they brought in Marcus Williams in the second. They got Kamara, as you said, Trey Hendrickson's another guy. Go back to 2016, Michael Thomas was in the second round. And like you look at the first round picks, you got like Cesar Ruiz and then Davenport. And then obviously 2017, you hit amazing with Davenport, uh, not Davenport, Ramchek and Lattimore. But I mean, that's something that to me <laughs> is just, I mean, how good they've been there is just, I mean, to me, it's, it's so, so impressive. But the player I would sign here in kind of outside my second player and kind of similar to yours, a veteran type guy. He's a familiar face here with the Saints, and that's Alex Okafor, who was on the Saints from 2017 to 2018. Mm-hmm. Kind of played that similar role that he would like. I'd like him to play now with Davenport, kind of that veteran. We were talking about it, and he's a guy that really good against the run, which I like a lot. So you get that good run defense. Eight and a half sacks over the last two years, so nothing outstanding, but another guy that you could probably get for pretty cheap. He knows the system well. He has championship pedigree, won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs played in a lot of big games with the saints. And like, he's a guy that I would love to see kind of another piece where, look, he's not going to break the bank and the saints could sign him. And like, he can go with Davenport because now you're putting the chips in with Davenport because he's your former first rounder. You gave up another first rounder to get him. Like you have to see what he's worth, but let's say it doesn't work out injuries. You have another guy that can just leap in 
And I mean, you're, you're looking at his career with the Saints. I thought it was really good. He had a 73 PFF grade as a Saint. And, you know, he put up the sacks. I mean, to me, he's a guy that can come up in here, do a good admiral job. And you put him opposite Cameron Jordan. And I mean, I really like him. And just other D linemen, Davion Clowney, who was connected with the Saints last year, Everson Griffin. I can maybe see some veteran signings like that. Another group that's really, really deep, but I would like to see a veteran pass rusher here just because I can't trust Davenport right now. So we can hedge our bets a little bit by bringing in a veteran, maybe someone that falls out of like this really good uh, line group. That's just kind of how I'm feeling with this defensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Sounds good. And just, I mean, the, the one, the, I'll bring up a few other guys just because um, you said Josh Norman and um, my cornerback, another guy, maybe Xavier Rose, another guy that veteran, I mean, kind of just fits this mold. I mean, you kind of see where we're going here. Veteran type now, do guys. You see, do you think the Saints have the cap space for Xavier Rose? What is his money? situation looking like because that's that's actually that's a great that would be a great option so he's a guy that obviously in 2017 he had an outstanding year and then if you remember like michael thomas in that playoff game went off against him and that was kind of like his rise to stardom had a bed and then you had Rhodes who had an up and down 2018 2019 he was not so good and then last year he went to the colts and had a pretty solid year so he's another guy that's i think would try to find himself i don't i don't see him getting that big money and I mean, that's just kind of how I'm looking with him. I mean, there's a lot of veterans that you look at this, these cornerbacks, Richard Sherman's another guy who, who was a player under Chris Richard, who is the saints uh, secondary coach. So, you know, pretty, you know, he's a guy that has that, that connection with the saints. Again, I think he'll price out of the saints, but I could, I like, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the saints get Richard Sherman because his old coach his old defensive coordinator is now coaching with the saints. So that's definitely something to look at as well. Any other guys that you would look at to try to sign a free agency here before we move over to our fan questions? Um, we got Hunter Henry. We have Josh Norman. You said Richard Sherman. Uh, I think I think that's that would be the guys we would go with right now. I, I don't really see anyone else that we might go after. But. Yeah, right. Because linebacker, I don't think is. I, I I if I'm not getting Quan, I just I try to get a guy like a young guy like Zayvon Zayvon Collins, like we talked about, maybe you go out to get a guy like Eric Wilson from Minnesota. But again, like he's like more of a depth guy. So if you're going to bring back a depth guy, might as well bring in Anzalone, as you said. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, like, and we don't even have to, we don't have to dig really deep into free agency because of those, those picks we have. So, exactly. you know, the, the same, you know, we can grab two guys in free agency and then draft the rest of them. It really just depends on how they want to go about it, but we don't have to grab everybody in free agency. It really just depends. Sounds good. And just before we sign off here, we're going to get to some Kudat Nation fan questions. Sent out a tweet earlier, seeing if you guys had questions. We got two questions and we'll just jump right into it before we sign off here. So our first one is from SaintsFan9 at dat 9 on Twitter. And he asked, how would you address filling the cornerback slot opposite Lattimore now that Janoris Jenkins is uh, you know, released? And we talked about it a lot. And so I don't think we have to dive too deep into it, but I, I really think the best best option would be signing a guy like maybe a Norman type player, hopefully short, short. And then you bring in a rookie. Maybe it's not a first round guy, maybe not a second round guy, but maybe another guy that can try to hedge your bets. I mean, I, I would love to see a guy like Asante Samuel Jr. or JC Horn. Now, I mean, those guys can play and I, and I think they fit really nicely with Lattimore. But any other thoughts about the cornerbacks? Josh Norman. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Josh Norman. I mean, he's a guy that I mean, if he came to the Saints, I just want to see. I want to see another veteran on that other side of Marshawn Lattimore. I just want to see another veteran. 
it, it, know, worked, I, it worked really well. And then like another young guy, they brought Eli Apple and it didn't work well because he was a first right. round pick and it didn't work out. So I don't know, maybe he, like, I'm not hundred percent sure. Also Chris Richard, you have a new secondary coach. I mean, I thought Aaron Glenn was good secondary coach, but I mean, Richard was kind of the coach of the Legion of boom, whatever that means. I mean, like, like we don't know like how much went into the coaching went into that, but he's a guy that I really like as a coach and maybe he like, wants a more veteran type guy. But again, that's kind of how I would fill it. I'd fill it with like a guy like Norman and then you bring in another rookie and maybe that's being a little too optimistic, but that's how I would try to do it there. And our second question, it's from at Ando 76 on Twitter, David Anderson. And he asked, does Winston sign as a backup if we get another quarterback like Russell Wilson? So what do you think about that? Do you think that Winston would sign with us as a backup or maybe with another team if the Saints fill their fill their QB needs with Russell Wilson or someone like that? Would you do you think that Winston would sign as a backup maybe with the Saints or is he full set starter? Maybe not with the Saints, but at least somewhere else. I think Wilson, I think um Jameis Winston at this point in time, he's full set starter. I don't think he wants to resign as a backup just given this past year and battling with Taysom on the backup position. I think his mindset right now is to get back to the starting position he was in when he was in Tampa and getting back into that that mode. So I don't see him resigning as a backup. And since you mentioned that, do you see another team signing him as a starter besides the Saints? So like I could see like let's say the Saints got let's just you know let's, let's say the Saints got Russell Wilson just completely you know we're just for argument's sake, I could see him going to a team like maybe the Texans if they get rid of Deshaun Watson or maybe another team. Like I could see maybe the Bears, like just another team that he may go. But I think he picks the Saints over them, even if the money's not equal. Like I really feel like, like, do you, would you rather start? Like this is your year or maybe two years, like to, for you to show your career out. Like this is your chance to, you know, make it as a starter. Would you want to play with Sean Payton, Alan Kamara, Michael Thomas? Or, you know, with the Bears who just have been a mess, you know, basically only have Allen Robinson or you, you go to the Texans. Like, is that where you're putting your money in? Are you, are you really going to try to hedge your bets with the Texans? Like, I, I don't think you would do that. Like, I really do think that the Saints are his best option. And I think he knows, like, unless the Saints are like completely lowballing him and like it's like a $10 million difference. But if it's like within five, I really do see the the, the Saints getting a guy, um, you know, bringing back a guy like Winston and. I feel like he, he knows it. Like he knows like, this is my best chance and this is where I can win. And this is where I can get that big money and hopefully win a super bowl. And that's just kind of how I feel. But, I, but if the saints aren't on the table, I think he's getting a starting job. Like he knows yeah. this is it. Like he's not going to sit now two years in a row because right. you know, I, I, to me, that just doesn't make much sense. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this free agent primer. We talked about, I think every position. So Tristan, it was really, really fun. We got to dive into all of, these positions, all of these news. And uh, I just can't wait to see what happens, but how can they, you know, find you on social media, find your work? How can our viewers find you out? Um, my Twitter is Tris seven underscore, and I have my reel in my bio. So I have a lot of work to be added to the page and upcoming and within a few upcoming weeks, I'll be adding more and more interviews and footage. Nice. And hopefully, you know, I can get on the show again and have that put on my page also. So Right now, my Twitter is Tris7 underscore. If you guys want to check out my, my reel, and, you know, nice I have stuff. fun today. I appreciate you for having me, Andrew. Thank you for coming on. Like, we'll definitely do this in the future. Definitely loved uh, talking with you. And, like, hopefully we'll talk with you just, like, after all, all free agency happens and we'll get to break it down. Like, what happened? Like, what do we think is going to, you know, we'll grade it and all that stuff. 
but this team is really at like complete crossroads and it'll be really interesting to see how that all pans out. But I think with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for listening. Turn it loose and who dat?